0: Amazing dream. Amazing dream. rocket Marty rocketing home. He'll run second. King of Swing. Copy that.
1: Elliot... Yeah, we know things didn't play out for King of Swing in that particular race. Darren Clayton, and have a view on Amazing Dream. Good morning. Good hey, morning, Steve. How are you today? Good. It's just my punter's mentality. I couldn't back a horse's favourite after being burnt. Recent starts at big odds. <laughs> it's,
0: it's funny how it works that way, but... Um... She's a, she's a good mare, amazing dream. We'll see her go around in the Kilmore Pacing Cup there tonight, uh, twenty six hundred and ninety metre race. Um, second line draw, but you know it all shapes. well. It's, it's going to be a good field. I don't think um, I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park for her. That's for sure. But um, you know, off the back of those winds up here in Queensland, where she won the rise, uh the Rising Sun, and then
1: the the big one, so I think I think she's got a task in front of her. That's for sure. Okay, Darren, Elliam Park this afternoon. You've got a special there.
0: Yeah, so tonight there's uh, there's nine races. There's Actually, ten races. One of the races is a non-tab event tonight. There's only two horses in it, but uh, it's a feature race. So nine to bet on tonight. And I thought in race four, horse number nine, the general uh, looked to get a good opportunity here, Steve. There's some good front line speed here. Been going really well. Runner up to a mayor by the name of Pepper Bliss at his past two starts. Sectionally two back, he was super. Um, Pepper Bliss in really good form. So I think he finds the right topper. Race to capitalise there. Race four, number nine, the general.
1: $3 with tab. That's Albion Park. Race four, number nine tonight. Any news on Colt 31 as to why he was scratched? No,
0: uh, Steve. I've no no news has come through on that. Not sure. I'll send Grant uh, what... a message and see if we can find out now. Yeah, so he obviously trialled well last Friday. Um, just sort of flipped up a little bit in the closing stages to keep his mind on the job. But uh, he was a long way in front there, so you could sort of half understand that. But, um, yeah, none the wiser as to why he was scratched there tomorrow night. He drew gate seven under the conditions of the race. <laughs> Well, there's been a little bit luck, unlucky in his career. Never been a horse that's drawn too well. He always seems to to get some tough gates. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, we won't see him tomorrow night.
1: And what about uh, a replaced eye in that first race tomorrow night? Um, what did you make of last week's run?
0: Yeah, pretty good first-up effort. Um, he hadn't raced since the 10th of July. Uh, that was at Benangle. He's with a new trainer now. He's up here in Queensland with Trent Dawson. Just thought he looked to, um, to be struggling there at one point, pick, looked to pick up the bid again and, and ran home well. Turn it up, obviously uh, had all the favours in front. Cop no mid-race pressure. That race sort of panned out. As it, as it appeared on paper, it would. Sometimes you look at them and they don't actually turn out the way you think they will, but last week it certainly did. There was no mid-race pressure and turn it up, just turned it into a sprint home. So under the circumstances, pretty good run from replaced eye there gate six no favors uh, this week from out there um, those drawn to his inside fame assured uh, has good speed speech is silver He's first up tomorrow night he'll probably go back in the early stages um, Ideal world's a world to gate speed horse but over 2100 might just be a little bit susceptible in this grade actually really keen on the chances of make mine Memphis Steve I thought uh, he draws to, to get forward his two runs. Uh, for victories at his last two starts, have been super. It's a, it's a step up to open company here, but uh, I think he finds the right type of race just to graduate into that free for all grade. There's no real standout. Gerard is delight, probably a, a big danger. She'll get an easy um, trip in behind the speed. She had to be driven upside down last week, first up from a spell. We saw her win that golden girl, two starts back. Uh, during a carnival where she went off at huge odds, um, $250 or whatever it was on the tote, she was the winner of that race. Um, she was back, a huge drop in grade for her last week. She took on b and companies. Company. She's back up to open grade this week, but does get the draw. so um, I think she's a, a really a big knockout hope, And I, but I've put Make Mine Memphis on top.
1: So number four in that first race, make mine Memphis. So what would your numbers be there, race one tomorrow night? Yeah, so I'd be I'd be looking at four, one, six, and eight. Yeah, just with speeches Silver, of course. This horse had a big boom on it. Uh, I watched that recent trial a moment ago. Sat one one and got it done there. Recently, I think the mile rate was about what did they run there? One fifty six six. What's your expectation with this horse? Be lovely to see a glimpse of that form we saw last campaign before the injury.
0: Yeah, for sure. He's first up in over uh, over twelve months now, fourteen months. His last run back on the eighteenth of July, twenty twenty. Um, he was down to trial on Tuesday, um, but he was a, a scratching out of the trial. They just opted to keep him home and just go. He'd already he's had two trials. Um, they were happy enough with where he's at at the moment. There's no easy races in this grade where he is now, but. Um, He'll certainly take great benefit from the run there on Saturday night. Um, they're not looking to to be over overdrive him in the early stages, um, but he'll just be able to tuck in somewhere behind. But we know he's got a, a lethal turn of foot when he does let down, and uh, if he's close enough and they go hard enough. Uh, he certainly has the acceleration to to win that race if he gets, uh, as long as he's not too far back. That's for sure.
1: Grant Dixon got back to me just saying that the blood report. He wasn't happy with the horse's blood report. So, I've just responded by saying he's a few weeks away with a question mark, but that's the story with Colt 31. Just his blood picture wasn't 100%. So, it's good to know that it wasn't anything. Well, let's hope it's nothing yeah. serious.
0: It might be a virus nothing or something. Tissues, yeah.
1: mm. So I think these... there's
0: certainly a few viruses going around at the moment, Steve, with the, with the yeah. amount of wind and dust we've had blow up. so It's very dry, um, isn't it, southeast yeah, Queensland? Yeah, very. And the, and the wind has a few trainers I was speaking to. On Tuesday, all saying that um, the dust has been a real a real problem in the in the last couple of weeks.
1: Mm. Quadrilla numbers at Albion Park tomorrow
0: night. Yeah, so that first leg being race number five. I thought this was a racing two, Steve. Um, between the one and the two, King Triton certainly gets the draw to capitalise. He has speed. Um, I actually think he's better off the speed, so if they can let Balducci go in gate two and then just sit on him and, and look for the closing shot, whether that's how it pans out, that's how I would play it, but uh, I'm not the trainer, obviously. Um, but, yeah, King Triton, he was in a race last week, won by Deus X. Now, um, we'll keep an eye on this race. I think this will turn out to be a very good form reference going forward, Steve, so... Both King Triton and Balducci come out of that race. So um, one and two in that first leg of the quaddy.
1: What do we make of Donnie Smith's horse here, Young Conqueror, last start winner, race six? Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a step up
0: in grade that he, he tackles here. Um, but that said, that win last time out was really good. He was a long way back in the pack. Um, and he was wide off the track and really hit the line nicely. They've run a pretty good mile of 154.7, and and like I mentioned, he was wide off the track. Bonnie's only had this horse for three starts now. Um, two starts back, he was only four metres away in slick time. So um, he certainly gets the favours from the gate, but like I say, just he, he is a, up quite a, a significant portion in grade here, but the gate offsets that, I guess... I've marked number seven on top, Sam, is perfection. Um, forget he went around last week. I think he's still stuck in traffic there from last week. It was an eight-horse field, and he just went, went to the line behind him, never citing a gap. Um, he'll be wide off the track here at some point, but there should be some good speed generated. Number five, Key Largo gets forward. The shady one, uh, tucking behind at West Point, likes to get forward as well. So I've marked the numbers one, two and seven. So young Conqueror, the shady one, he'll be fitter. His first up run from from a nine-month spell and for, back in Queensland, he'd been down to Tassie for a stint. He's back in Queensland. And he was only beating the nose first up. So one two seven that third leg. One two
1: seven in race sorry, six sorry, second leg. Second leg, yeah, race 6, six, one two seven. Yeah. In race seven, the horses in the market here are twenty eight black, underworked, and watch pulp fiction.
0: Yeah, I've put watch pulp fiction on top. Uh, he's ready to win, especially in this grade, this um, veterans grade, as it's called. It's for horses um, that are seven years and older and up to sort of just below that free-for-all level. Watch Pulp Fiction. He he looked like he was the winner at every point of the stretch there last week, but somehow he got run down by Underworked. Um, Underworked gets the barrier draw advantage on him again here, but he's not fast out, so... Um, I think Watch Pulp Fiction gets the conditions to to suit here. 28 Black, um, he's probably another one that just seems to have had his chance the last couple of starts, but just can't seem to, to crack it for a win. But um, he'll be thereabouts and underworked. He was first up um, since transferring into the Ron Salas stable last week when he uh, grabbed Watch Pulp Fiction right on the line. Um, we can expect a similar type effort there. and those three in the market are my three
1: numbers two, um, six on top from two and five Six two five. Let's and by the way Grant Dixon said hopefully no more than a couple of weeks re cult 31's reappearance uh, at the races in race eight this is a um horse that's really consistent but drawn awkwardly here street kid for Narissa McMullen does it go in the mix here yeah it certainly
0: does especially off its last uh, effort and um a really high-speed horse off the gate, Steve. Um, from gate seven, we'd probably expect it to go forward. It'll move in one spot with an early scratching. Um, it led from gate seven last week. Only just got run down in the closing stages. Um, that was a really strong effort. Probably likely to see a similar performance here. It was um, it was Girardus Delight that ran him home, uh, ran him down last week. Um, I think what you can look at the. The two horses that have beat him in his past two starts, Gerarder's Delight last week, Make Mine Memphis the week before. So they're two horses that are going around in the open event tomorrow night and Street Kids uh, gets into this band five still. So even though he's got the wide gate, I think he's certainly going to be very hard to beat. I've got him going forward. Um, I've got Courageous Saint probably getting to the front first. And then likely to let Street Kid go to the front and get that sit on him, and um, pretty keen to play around those two numbers in a in the exotics. I think that's the best um, trifecta race tomorrow night, Steve. Race eight. That um, so in the quaddy working with Courageous Saint and Street Kid um, on the back of Street Kid being in front, Courageous Saint on his back. So that map pans out there the Quaddy numbers three and seven and i also think that's the the best trifecta race paying three and seven from one
1: two three seven okay so three seven from one two three and seven in race eight so i'll just run through the quaddy numbers again race five six seven eight race five it was just numbers one and two race six it was one two seven race seven it was six two five and race eight three seven
0: yeah, that, that's it yeah. for um, and thirty six dollars gets a hundred percent. So obviously you can play that to to suit your budget.
1: I said this to Brittany yesterday. Um, obviously a bit disappointed. This this highlight race is quarter to eleven at night. But leap to fame. Uh, the way we've talked about this horse and the wraps that have been placed on him, it seems extraordinary. <laughs> He's a dollar seventy. But this uh, Teddy Disco must be very good. It's the clear second favourite. Jared for um, Darren for, um, first up Teddy Disco.
0: Yeah, well, Teddy Disco was probably the number one uh, two-year-old in Queensland going into the the Group 1 Triad final back in July, Steve. Um, He'd won the Redcliffe Yealing Sales final. Um, He'd also won the Paleface Adios uh, Classic at his final lead-up run into that Triad final in that that Paleface Adios. He beat horses, the like of My Ultimate Baxter, Danger Zone, who was right up there as well. Um, so Teddy Disco is a very good horse in his own right. He's had two very good trials. He's won both of those trials. Um, the first of those in, in pretty good time, and then the second time not as good, but still just as as impressive in that trial. Um from where he's drawn, obviously Leap to Fame gets all the advantages. So um, we've seen him come back since his return from a spell leap to fame. He's certainly um, taken that next step and he's a very um Teddy Disco's a a, a stylish looking um Gelding in his own right, just that dark colouring. But um Leap to Fame he's just got the he's just got a little bit of a swagger that the good horses have, but um Certainly going to be a good race. It's not uh, a two-horse race, but Tim's a trooper. The other Dixon horse, he's a very good horse in his own right, but he's just bumped into a pretty impressive stable, mate. So certainly got leap to fame on top of Teddy Disco. Interesting runner is number five, Omami, Steve. Um, it was first up from a spell on Tuesday for Gemma Hewitt off the back of two pretty impressive trials. It was a, a really... Uh, classy winner at short odds, a dollar thirty thereabouts. It went off on Tuesday, won by a, a widening margin. Did it in, with ease. Extremely well bred. It's out of a half um, half sister to the one of the gun fillies down in Victoria at the moment, Ladies in Red. So um, she, I think she's won eleven out of twelve. Ladies in Red and she will, we'll see her in the Victoria Oaks coming up, so um, he's got the breeding to go on with it, and that was a really impressive win on Tuesday.
1: Mm, even though it's small field, it sounds like a crackerjack race, and the only way I'll be watching this at a quarter-eleven, if I win gold lotto or something, get a message, say at one first division, I'll be up <laughs> drinking champagne all night, and I'll, I might tune in, otherwise it'll be a replay job for me, I would think. It, it is a little bit disappointing that it's tucked so far away
0: in the card when they're so, so progressive, but I can sort of understand it in that you've got to optimise your, your turnover races. It's hard when you get these, you know, you're trying to build a following on some of these horses and they're, and they're tucked away at the back end of the program. So, um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. We have to deal with it. But, um, yeah, it
1: would be nice to have it earlier in the card. Mm, couldn't agree more. Thanks, Darren. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve.